Getting eliminated from the Elite Series sucks. Going on a podcast to talk about that situation probably sucks just as much. And that's why I'm extra thankful that my buddy, our guest this week, Chris Grow, has agreed to talk about just that on... Bob Cobb for the Bassmaster. Welcome to Mercer. It is Wednesday, December 1st, which is hard to believe, but it is Wednesday. It is hump day. Happy hump day. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're having a good week. If you're not having a good week, the good news is you're halfway through the week, so that's good news. Um, thank you for tuning in here week after week. This week's show is going to be a little different. Um... Because last week, the Elite Series announced the field for 2022. So many amazing names, so many amazing anglers coming to the Elite Series. Congratulations to them all. But with that, for the first time in, I think, three or four years, the Elite Series actually had a cut. I mean, you can't have all that influx of anglers and not have a cut. I understand why we have a cut. Uh, I, I think it's important for the anglers that are leaving. I think it's important for the anglers that are staying. I think it's important for the anglers that are coming. I think it's important for the industry in general um, to have a cut. But it still sucks because there's still people you love and care about and look forward to working with every single week. And now we're not going to be working with them. So before I go any further, just to, sh to all those people that have been eliminated from the elite series thanks for everything you've done over the years um you'll always be part of the bass family and i hope to see you back on the elite series in the future if not i hope to see you as part of the industry i mean um this it's a tough tough situation and not everyone was cut i mean there's brian snowden who actually retired and went on to uh a new job at Bass Pro Shops. So happy retirement, Brian Snowden. But obviously there's a bunch of names that we're not going to be seeing. And every once in a while, I'll see somebody post something. Uh, why doesn't Bass post the name of the anglers that have been eliminated? And you know what? I'm going to defend Bass on this one, and I'm thankful that they don't. We can all figure out the names. Uh, you don't need to post that. Um, just like I don't need to list who's been eliminated here. Um Hopefully, I'll get to talk to them all privately, whether it be through, you know, a phone call in person or through text, um, but just to thank them. Uh, one of those dudes that's eliminated is uh, is going to be here this week as part of our podcast. And this is something that I've never done before, but I think it's important because no matter what you do in life, you need to realize that there's going to be ups and downs. Um, I remember when I was a little kid, I used to think, man, ah, maybe I'll do this and and... Uh, you know, it, I'll, I'll achieve this, I'll, I'll do this for a living, I'll be this, and maybe nothing will go wrong in my life. And that's what little kids think. But when you get to be an adult, you realize that everybody has their trials and tribulations, everybody has their struggles. And some of the biggest struggles that you face in life, you'll look back at as some of the most important things that ever happened to you because they make you the person that you are. Um, so I'm thankful that Chris is going to come on and talk about being eliminated from the Elite Series. Uh, I mean, it's not a fun topic to talk about. But, but before we start that conversation, I do want to say, I mean, Chris Grove's going to be missed by the staff, by a lot of anglers. But man, did he ever have a freaking moment? Um, 
quite routinely whenever I'm asked questions, one of the questions I get all the time is, what was a highlight for you last year? What was one of the biggest highlights? And I'm going to tell you single-handedly, one of the biggest highlights last year was Chris Grow making Championship Sunday at his final Elite Series event ever. I mean, he knew that going into it. He made a video, a social media video, kind of thanking everybody and a really emotional video, you know, saying, I know what I'm facing, but I'm going to go out on my shield. I'm going to go out swinging. And boy, did he ever. Um, and, and the moment that stands out to me that I don't think I've really ever told anyone about before, including Chris. I mean, I told him how special it was and how excited everybody was and how many anglers were excited. But when something really special happens on the Elite Series stage, first of all, that stage is incredibly loud. You know, the bigger the venue, the louder the crowds, the louder it gets. And there's times when stuff's happening that you have trouble hearing. You know, like when I'm trying to communicate with Trip or Lisa on the stage, you'll see us have to lean into each other because we can't hear each other. Um, that's how loud it gets. But every once in a while, when something really special happens. I mean, I, I remember when Rick Clun won the first one, um, first St. John's River event he won in the last few years. Uh, I remember this happened that time too. But when something really, really special happens, every once in a while, the noise from behind the stage is actually louder than the noise in front of the stage. It happened with Clun and it happened when I called Chris's weight on day three. The entire, you know, you know these guys compete against each other. Yes, every single one of them wants to win every single trophy. But there was, I don't know if any of them did, didn't want Chris in that cut. Um, I'm not sure who was 11th. I'm sure maybe they didn't want him in there. But <laughs> um, it's amazing to me that he made that final cut and but it's amazing to me when you think about it behind the stage at any time there's 50 to 100 people they're all anglers and media in front of the stage is thousands of people behind the stage was louder that's how excited people were and then i quickly saw a lot of those people streaming to the front of the stage you know to get a look at what just went down I mean, and that was one of the coolest weigh-ins ever. You know, not just the Saturday, but the Sunday. Then, you know, Chris has a tough day Sunday, but he made the cut. Who cares? Mullins weighs in, and then he calls Chris over to hold the fish with him on stage. It's just like, man, it, it was the perfect way to end. Um, and, and I just wish everybody got that ending. You know, I, I really do. I wish every one of them that were eliminated got that ending, but they all had their moments, um, some amazing moments, and I thank them for that. But uh, I thank Chris for doing this. I mean, I, I this is not an easy interview to do. It's sure, if, if you're Logan and Tucker, man, it's pretty easy to come on and talk about the million dollars you just won. But it's tough to talk about being eliminated from the Elite Series. But tough people talk about tough things. And Chris Grow is a very tough person. And uh, I don't think he's done yet. Not even close. And uh, he may not be done in the Elite Series. We may see him down the road. But we don't have to wait any longer because he's never going to be eliminated from this podcast. Let's join him right now. 
the king of the chain rats, Chris Go. Go? Chris, oh no, that's a horrible intro, especially with the top. Let's restart this, okay? I can't say, Chris, go screw up your name when you're leaving <laughs> the Elite it. Series, can I? I love it. That's uh, so bad. Well, that's, I mean, that's just what, that's our relationship, I guess, that we'll start. You know, I don't, you know, I don't care. Well, thank you for doing this, dude, because I honestly think that, number one, this is something that happens in everybody's life. And maybe it's not the Elite Series, maybe it's, it's, it's prom maybe i don't life. know what it is yeah. but but life is not exactly what you expect it to be and even when you get to the level that you achieve a dream that you've dreamed of since you were a little kid it can be taken away but but only temporarily i'll remind you of that no i know i know i know uh, i mean I, like i said it it, it was a tough it was <laughs> It, it's tough to leave. I mean, look at, I mean, guys like you, I'm going to miss. And then, you know, you met, I met so many, so many, so many friends and connections. And like, I don't mean to sound weird, but, you know, like I met some true friends out of this deal. Yeah. Like I didn't, uh, you know, you, you're growing up, your mom's always like, Oh yeah, you're going to have a lot of acquaintances. You're going to have, you know, you know, truly five friends, but I can say I added a few, you know, and yeah. uh you know, you being one of them, it's a, uh, it's going to be missed, man. But uh, sometimes the, sometimes things change and I'm, I'm fortunate to have awesome sponsors and to be fishing a little bit more now. So, yeah. And to be honest, the, I had planned on doing that. I'd hoped that you would do this when I came to the reality that this was going to happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, or yeah. there was a likelihood that was going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason that I didn't kind of jump on it right after that event is because I thought the right thing to do was number one, give you a little time. And number two, let, let there was a shot that you might not have been eliminated. So, I mean, nobody knew. So uh, how tough has this process been for you to go through? Just, I mean, take me from number one, finishing with a freaking phenomenal event i mean like like literally it's a disney story the way it finished for you yeah no uh well as you know i mean i'm a total realist dave so i knew you know what i mean i knew i was mega mega on the chopping block so so i i absorbed it pretty early but yeah. then there was a little weird thing that went on. We ended up, there's rumors of the field staying, you know, at a hundred. So there's all this, all of a sudden got this little glimmer of hope, me and a couple other anglers that are right there on that cut. So yeah. we're talking all the time. And then all of a sudden you're getting your friends, your patrons that are in the leads, like, dude, you're back in, man. Oh my God. Yeah, it's on. You know? And then all of a sudden I start getting a fire and you know, it, it's cool to have Karimi in my life. You know, she's like, just, Keep going with your gut, you know, yeah. don't get too excited. So I never really did. And I kept focusing on, you know, I had some opens, you know, I was fishing opens. So I was fishing to get into classic. So I was yeah. kind of just focusing on that. I don't know. I'm a straight up addicted deer hunter. So that took a lot to, to kind of, you know, help me there. But uh, yeah, there was that little glimmer of hope. And then all of a sudden that kind of, that was kind of null and void. And then it's just, then I went back to just, you know, basically off my gut. I knew it was going to be bad. I, I, I put myself in that position. Like I said, I'm not one of these people are making excuses. I'm a realist. I knew the situation. So then, uh, I don't know. And then I just kind of, uh, did a little hoping and praying and, uh, 
because I, I got gas in the tank, Dave, and I, I kind of want to, I don't know, ending with that last event, and I ain't going to lie to you, freaking the messiahs I lived with for the last two and a <laughs> half years, I, I mean, God, I took a lot in, and I want to keep putting out to use, you know, so, yeah. I don't know. and then uh, here we are now. Do you think you fished that last event any different? Yeah. You know, like it, it'd be totally it's, it's, didn't give a shit. Yeah. Didn't give a shit. And I wish I, I'm going to fish like that for the rest of my life because I mean, it's, it, it sucks. It, there's, you know, I'm so bittersweet that I didn't fish like that my last four years on the elites. And you can see the events where I did Dave, like where yeah. chips are down. I break my motor and, pieces and <laughs> chips are down and i almost make the cut miss the cut by 11 ounces and come back with you know what i mean like i had no give i didn't give a shit i was in a different boat i you know i just went but i and, and it seems to be always i don't know seems the way that seth did it i don't I know i gotta freaking trick myself to do it like that all the time i think too damn much and i win every practice you should see i'm amazing <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll catch them with no no hooks on they'll blow it right through their gill and i'll get them in six pounder do you think that is the biggest difference you know that that ability to to do what you did in the last event and and as you you brought up seth i mean seth literally was in the same boat just a few points in the other direction and and you know was the last guy to qualify for the angler of the year championship and he qualified by getting second and then the rest is kind of history there but is that the you know is that the is that the, the momentum thing that nobody can figure out? Like just how to get rid of all that other crap and just not care about anything but catching, you know, the next big fish. 100%. And I, Dave, I think I, I wish I can channel that yeah. Seth fighter energy every event, but like, I, let's go back to the realist. I'm going to try my damnedest. Okay. In every event. But I think you have a special people in all sports. You know, you've got, you know, you know what I mean? You had your Michael Jordans, yeah. you know, your Seth. But you have all these people that, I mean, Michael Jordan go out and play with the flu, 104 fever, dead, you know, crap in his pants, <laughs> and go out there and put up, like, world record, you know, record numbers. So, I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I feel like I want to feed off of that, you know, last event and just go into this new endeavor with just, like, I don't mean to sound weird, but you know, Seth with me in the boat, Gussie. I mean, they've yelled at me, and you know, I mean, like I said, I I I, I live with these guys, and I and I'm I, I want to put what I've learned. You know what I mean? I want to be the the master, forty four year old, old. Did I say old Jedi? <laughs> go out there with my sword and uh, whoop some ass the rest of the way here on, uh, like I said, on this new endeavor. So. In some ways, did your collection of roommates, do you, do you think, I mean, I know you wouldn't change it for the world. They're your brothers. <laughs> I, that's yep. not what I'm suggesting. I'm just saying, do you think in some ways that made it tougher on you? You know what I mean? Like if, if you're having a tough time, it's horrible to be right beside the guys that are hammering them. You know what I mean? And I, and I think that that would start to, has to start beating into your brain different things. Like, so you're almost thinking, the way they're thinking as opposed to the way you're thinking and, and everybody who ever catches him says, I caught him because I fished the way I'm supposed to fish. I stopped following anyone else. I stopped listening to other little voices and I just didn't give a crap. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think it had a degree of effect on me like that. I wouldn't per se that at all because I feel like I, I, I mean, I continually learned from those guys. So there was nothing like that. They were very, very supportive of me and, yeah, and oh, did nothing incredible. more than. And the thing is, we helped each other's out and stuff. And I'm being just straight up. I just feel like, especially with me, Gussie and Seth, I mean, it was open book. I mean, we were open and you know what I mean? And it helped us a lot. I mean, more so and sometimes for them, like, I, you know, I get kicked out of the cut and they knew an area where I was fucking, you know, I was on a few and, yeah. they, you know, they'd be like, oh, God, girl, they're there today, you know, and. I don't mean to sound weird. That's a great feeling still for me, you know, like I, you know, because yeah. I feel like I got the game. I'm finding the fish. I just think I get a weird something on tournament day. I just said it earlier. Like I, I can win practice. Like I am never like Tyler vet texted me the other day, and, you know, you know, just BSing about everything that's going on. And he's just like, uh, he said, can you please not put any hooks at all on in practice when from now on please that was the last text i could show you it's great so i don't know man i think i'm just i, I don't i need a reset dave and i'm not, i i don't think the roommate thing was at all i would never change in the world i mean you're fishing with you're rooming with four of the best fishermen in canada and in North, you know north american area yeah. here u.s I'll take it. And guess what? I made some good friends out of that group. They'll, you know, be at my wedding. So yeah, I'll take it. An amazing crew that you rolled with it. And I'm not saying that, that they directly did anything. I no, just, you know, it, when you're seeing that, I mean, yes. literally yes. you were at the World point of being eliminated from the elite series while you're rooming with the guy who is dominating the elite series. Yeah. It can't, it can't help but mess with your mind a little bit. I don't know who had more pressure on them. You know, really, when you when you look at what you were both facing. Um, but you say you would need a reset. Well, where does that come from? Like, do you just think that you need to hit control alt delete and, and I fresh think, start? Yeah, I think I, that's going to get back to what we were talking about. That, man, I could just see how many times I fished free and done well. Even on the, you know, home, local derbies, on the river. I wish I can do it. I wish I knew how to like do it every single, single event. But you, I mean, you know, you fish enough to, to understand what I'm trying to say. And, and most yeah. people that tournament fish get it, you know, you're sometimes this thing is the demon. And it's like <laughs> some days, man, I've been, been flipping and skipping and reading graphs since I was shitting in my shorts, go out there and go fishing. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. Put it all behind, kind of like what Seth said. Like that didn't use that many baits, different baits to get AOI. <laughs> no, you know he kept it simple. So, so how do you do that? I mean, okay, so you're going to get a reset. I mean, because I don't care now. Because I had Abu Garcia, Berkeley, you know, our best sponsors here in the world, pure fishing type thing, continue to support me and believe in me and get me, you know keep me fishing get me an exemption to go over to the other side and fish on the tackle warehouse pro circuit and you know it's another way to go and he he, he just i feel like i'll be straight with you okay i'm rooming with my roommate that got that i went and made the opens made the elites with my yeah. boy maddie stefan he's he's the man gussie's good friend used to roommate with him you know wisconsin boy 
chain rat og don't know him at all but i wish he would stop releasing like some of the stuff he released a little thing about making your bait backslide that you can do with a pit boss he should shut up about that kind of stuff okay matt steph i'll tell i'll text him right now but ever done for him just saying that in this video i mean if i said it was a great video two or three you go if i say stop it matt stefan more people will go there he's a good dude he's a trip so what i'm saying is i got him got another rat i'm you know traveling with mark fisher so i feel like i am just like i don't mean to say it like i am going full-blown set fighter like i am not giving a shit because guess what i don't make that tackle warehouse whatever championship back at St. Lawrence River, I'm being straight up. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You're quitting. I'll be, I'll be done. I'm going to freaking guide, fish tournaments at home, get back on the trail here, work, set tile, live life, you know? It, it, it's it's the old school wrestling. Win or leave town, lose or leave town match. I mean, not you lose town. I'm always going to fish. I just don't. What's the point? So we're going to be pushing on five years, two years with them, seven years. I'm being, I'm being straight. Like, I mean, I'm going out and just letting it roll. Going to win one of these. You know, I'm not thinking I'm, my career is going to be over because I'm going to go out here and hit the reset button and fish free as a bird. I've been to almost every one of these spots. I mean, yeah. except Raven. And guess what? That's going to be like, a, you know, that is like a total bucket list. Let's go. I mean, I, I don't know what else to sell, Dave. The fire has got, I got to go. Like gas has to be pressed on, boom, boom. Good fisherman. I've accomplished some awesome things. It's time to roll. If not, let's take what we've earned here over the last couple of years, do some guiding, get back on a trail around here, get my ass kicked a little bit by these locals and then uh, start tiling again or whatever, or sell myself. One of the two. <laughs> which which do you think people would want you may they may no, pay more I'm for you down. if you're tiling beat down <laughs> i would definitely be a tuesday afternoon mac and cheese guy <laughs> um but my initial thought is your friend is holy shit he wants a reset and now he's just throwing his entire competitive career like saying if i don't make it that i'm out like there's no are you not just putting more pressure on yourself again no i'm just fishing like i'm no because i want to do i want to succeed i know the caliber i know what i gotta do now like i don't want to sit here you already know this sport is not it's not that you know what i mean the yeah. most lucrative sport unless you're winning so there is really no, I'm still going to fish. Life's going to be good, but I yeah. need to, I need to use fishing to make money. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I believe I can do well taking people out, get my captain's license, do, you know, do some guiding and all that. I bet my, you know, I bet I can have a good life making money, but if I'm going to sit here and lowball it on the tour, I don't, I don't, I just don't feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I don't, I, why, why the hell should I stay? I, I can stay around here and have a blast and make money. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm being it's, it's being a man, it's, it's being realistic, be it, you know, being up oh, front sure. with like if if I mean, you have to turn off the tap at some point. It's one or two directions. Right. And um, yes. so how how come to play devil's advocate, how come beginning of the season last year that couldn't have happened? Is it a situation where in some ways maybe. You want it, man. Series I, too bad. 
I have no clue on that one, dude. I mean, it, it dude, it, it makes me cry, you know, like I, I just, yeah. it sucks that I, and I, I, it sucks that I, that I fished. I didn't fish my caliber. I didn't fish yeah. the way that I was good at. And then no, it was just weird. Like last year, it's like, I just felt like I got behind the eight ball so bad. And I had like, I don't mean to say it, whatever, but like total shit cloud. I mean, I'm not trying to bring this whole thing back, but Florida, I freaking break down the first one. Then the second one, I freaking drill a log. You know, I mean, I'm like, is this, I'm like, is this happening? I mean, you really, you know, so I don't know. And then I think I was to the point where sounds weird. And I'm comparing this to what I'm doing with this reset for 2022 type thing. Here we are at, okay, I go to Champlain. Freaking just missed the cut there. You know, that would have been awesome. But then I'm like, it's over, bro. You're done. And I just, I didn't give a shit. And freaking that St. Lawrence happened. So let's just play this I don't give a shit thing. I mean, dude, look who I roommated with that towards the end. Talk about not giving a shit. I mean, dude, Rusty Hook, you know, Matt. <laughs> I mean, dude, if you saw what he whoops our ass with, you've seen it. I mean, man, he's his. But how does he do that? Is it all just his 100%. ability to check out and go fishing? Dude, he just looks out there and knows this cast. I don't care. My hook's bent in. I don't care if I'm missing a barb. He's getting it. It's getting eight. And I'm going to wench his ass on my ugly stick in the boat. Two piece, that is two piece. Is, is that frustrating to compete against a guy like that? Because no, like, because I love it. I love it because that's freaking what I lost. You know what I mean? That's what I didn't do. So guess what? It's game over. I'm 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 done thinking too much. I just need to go out there and have fun and not think so much and trip out. Just go. And I know this is easier said than done, but I we're gonna give it a shot, Dave. I don't have nothing to lose, my friend. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I, I know it's easier said than done, but it's also saying it is part of what makes it a reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of anglers think these things and go into seasons and then it doesn't start like one event, the first event doesn't go their way. And then that snowball starts going. But I mean, I think just the act of throwing it out here on a public forum is actually part of the therapy in itself where you're like, I mean, you just said you don't care. So you I mean, it's not like after the first one, you're going to feel that as much pressure. It's just, no, I'm going fishing. Dude, and I'm going to go and go and go. And guess what? Try to win one of these. I mean, it, it just, I mean, just roll. I, I got to just, I, it, it, it just, it irritates me about the last four. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then irritates me that when the chips were down, I showed that I can do this. And I just need to learn how to channel this and get rolling and just fish my way more quit thinking so much and you know just go 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 so so aside from that what are you bringing into this rebirth of you that's different than you know four years ago when you started in the elite series how different are you today i'm super comfortable now i don't like you know what i mean like i'm not you know, I mean, you still get the chills and the excitement in the morning and stuff like that, but I'm a lot more in control. Um, I, I, like, I feel like, um, 
you know what I mean? Like from when I was in the beginning of this, I, I didn't, I still kind of boom Howard a little bit talking, but I was worse. So I just feel like I can flow with like, you know, the, I'm, I'm fine with the social media side and the talking side and good like that. I'm just used to everything. And I think I just, I need to keep it, keep it simple. Kind of like what Swindle says, you know, and, and roll it that way. But just, I, I, I don't know what I'm saying. Show up just confident and just remember that I'm, you know, I'm going to work today. Let's get five and let's roll. You know, you know what I mean? And those little synapses of your gut to roll on it because it just seems like, you know what I mean? If I learned a lot from, you know, AOI champion is that, you know, that guy will just, you know, he'll explain to me how his day went and I'll know exactly because I know exactly where he's fishing and what he's doing. He's like, Oh yeah, I ran down on that way back and I did that because it popped in your head. I got to do that more. Just, I mean, how did I do it when I was a kid running down the bank or in my little John boat? So that's where I'm kind of just putting it that way. Yeah. I mean, it makes it, it makes a lot of sense, but it's the hardest thing. Like literally I've watched anglers fall in and out of this mindset. You know what I mean? Like where it's, everything just goes right in one way, but like literally it is the hardest part of fishing to figure out. It's the, it's the one piece of fishing that if you ask me, nobody's figured out. You know what I mean? Because even when Kevin went for his run, as long as it was for 20 plus years, when the ship kind of got a little rocky, it took him a while to figure out how to get back there. No, I, I mean, you. it wasn't like he was like, oh, okay, I just got to do this and it'll go back there. It's the mental side of things is, is, is really this. I mean, every angler that I has, I've asked that question to, I mean, it, I think that's the biggest difference you learn on the elite series. There's a lot of people trying to make the elite series that are practicing casting and are trying to learn. And, and that's all important, but really if you don't no. have it up here, you can have all everything, right. You can find the right fish. You can have the right equipment, have the right bait. And if you don't have it up here, you, you're going to have the wrong result. I mean, it just seems. I'm right strange. with you. I'm right with you. And what I'm about to say is I feel like I made the elites a year too early. In my, when that I did, was my next question. When I did my process and, you know, when we went gun hole, when my dad died and stuff like that, like, I feel like, cause dude, I slipped in there in the Northerns, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and it caught me by surprise a little. And I mean, I, there's part, we can't talk about the past, but I'm no. just saying in my mind, I feel like I was definitely, definitely behind the eight, but I don't know. It's weird, but I look at that rookie year and see some of the comebacks and decisions I made in some of those days, you know, and then I go, it's just, it's a double-edged sword to look at it like that, but I wish I would have, wish I would have did three years in the opens. I'll be straight with you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that that's one thing that every, you know, you, I, I get the pressure to get to the elites because you qualify and it's so hard yeah. to qualify. It's hard to say, I need another year, put me back in the oven. Um, it, it, it's really hard because you may not qualify. The no, you may not. Year. You may not. It, it's, um, it's a, it's a fickle sport that way. It's, it's so weird how, I mean, if you look at like, I mean, Seth, we've talked about him several times, but if you look at Seth fighter, we're so close to being in your exact same position. And it's literally one bite. Like, let's not even focus on when he got second in lacrosse. Let's focus on when he got 72nd in wherever earlier that yeah. year. It's literally one wrong fish or wrong, one, one yeah. wrong bite. It's, 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 
how does how do you keep saying with within a sport with such a low rate of success? How do you keep saying? Well, I, I put that you don't because that was that right there. <laughs> you just Mercer. don't. You don't. But right there, and this is where technology bites us in the ass. What not running GoPros and stuff. But we literally counted. You know that that 2019 season or whatever. No. That would have been the two because this is the 2000. Yeah, no, the 2020 season, the COVID kind of season. I lost in all them events, I lost 17 bass, whether it was a 12 and a quarter inch to a six and a half pounder. I don't care what it was to miss cuts, miss checks, did the math because you don't know if you make a cut what's going to happen. So you can't predict that. But I left 50 grand on the table and most definitely a classic birth and lost fish that year. And I have them all documented proof bucket of puke when i put the reel together and good times times. (laughs) you know what i mean so yes i know how fickle the sport is it's insane and it's insane when you look at the little things like i've been fishing a spook my whole life and i've never had a split ring come open and a fish come off yeah but the but damn well i got it on tape you know like (laughs) what is going on? It's like, ah! whatever, you know what I mean? But that's it. It's over. Elites are done. I'm going to miss it all. It sucks. Big time. Especially you stud worm. Well, I, I appreciate you missing me, but I, I, for what, whatever reason, I, for whatever weird reason, I just feel like you'll be back at some point. Um, I love it. I love it. I, and I, I love don't know. What you think. I, I, well, I'm, I also, you know, I figured something out a number of years ago and I read something and it really and it's kind of screaming in the back of my head when you're talking, because and if you think this way, I think it just makes you a much healthier person. But I remember reading okay. this thing and it was it was a 9-11 um, tribute of all things. Okay. And it was a bunch of people. And, I, and it was somebody talking about how there was this day and somebody spilled a coffee on them and they had to go back to their house and change their shirt and do everything. And they showed up an hour late for a meeting. Then another person who was on their way to the train, but they forgot their pass to the train. So they had to run back to their car to get the pass. They missed the train. They missed a meeting. And it was a bunch of these things. You can see where this is going. And it always ended with you are where you're meant to be. And Uh, it's a technique that I use. I mean, I've used it when I'm stuck in freaking airports for what seems like days and things like that. But really, I mean, I think I do believe in that. I think we all are where we are meant to be at that time. And often we don't get the opportunity to figure out why, you know what I mean? I mean, I applied for, you know, here's a stupid story that I've never told. Do you realize that I applied to be the Bassmaster MC um, before I ever got the job? But when they hired Keith Allen, actually, funny enough, I did not get the job the first time I applied. Um, And it was because they were hiring multiple people to do the same job. And and I sent them a tape with stand up and all this weird stuff. And they had just had Fishburn (laughs) as their MC, who is a nut job like me. Um, So I think they saw my tape and were like, yeah, we're not going to hire that idiot. Um, So, yeah, no, I applied for that job. And I remember thinking at the time how much it's like, how can they like I thought I literally thought when I had the opportunity to apply for it, I thought I'm getting this job. I mean, I've dreamed it my whole life. It's there's no, I'm not, not going to get this job, but when you don't get it, it is a kick in the nuts, but it, 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 you know, like you said, maybe you need to go there to continue this learning process. You know what I mean? Maybe, um, 
you know, as you look back and you say, I got to the elites too soon. Maybe this is just, you know, an opportunity for you to reset things. I couldn't agree with you hundred percent. And just, I'm kind of rolling with that. And I've been trying to like, not just reset my fishing, you know, reset my life a little bit, you know, like, I don't know. I got a freaking. sometimes I'm just a little high strung. I got to calm down a bit. You think? Do. You think? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh i, wear I just figured your hair is long because you don't sit still long enough to get it ever cut i just figured that was your whole thing well no i i've been sitting still a lot i've been sitting in a tree just just pounding for one of these big boys but they are ripping my mind to shreds the deer are so but uh, you know i have a haircut on saturday the woman says i gotta get a little off so. a little put together for the holidays how was thanksgiving at your house i could imagine thanksgiving with the girls is spectacular well it's interesting because we kind of get my family sort of gets split because my sister has to pay the obligation to her husband and go down south to his parents so it's just basically my rowdy mexican crew you know (laughs) my woman uh, and uh, her kids and her mom and then my mom and then this year was different because my mom sold her place where we, you know, my childhood place. So it was kind of different. So we had to go to my mom's new place, but we had a gas as always. Uh, not many people know about what happened here, but we'll let it out. I had an interesting one. Oh boy. On, on, uh, so, yeah, no, I'm, everyone saw on my IG, I was doing my, I usually love deep frying a turkey. So, you know, I've been getting into that every year. And this year we did one kind of a green chili one. It was spicy, really awesome. You lift the skin, you put poblano peppers behind it, inject it with a green salsa, just fire. Wow. Good. Life is good. Until Chris goes to carve it. So, I have no clue why this happened. You know, we're having a couple of drinks. Thank God my woman was there. You know, she's a little brick shit house. Dave, you know where this is going. I cut in, you know, they're, they're carving it. And there's like a badass piece, you know, skin. I'm ready to try my creation. Eat it. Dude, I start choking. No. Bro, it's going. I'm seeing it over with. Like, not just the elites. Like, I'm seeing it over. Uh, No. Dude, my lip. Because it gets past the point. There's the first scare where you're like. Dude, I'm like in front of the sink. I'm like. I'm like. I'm like. I'm just hitting my woman. Dude, she comes back. First one. Come up. And then she hit me again. And I puked again. And then I was fine. But, dude, yeah, I felt it, man. She's like, my lips were turning blue. Oh, my Crazy. gosh. Like, oof. Yeah. Shoot carefully. Yeah. Then, no, it got then it got even more nuttier. <laughs> well, you have no clue. Dude, we ended up having a great dinner after that. Life was good. Ended up having a few drinks. My woman's been working, like, chaotic. Like, to the point where I don't understand. Like, 12, 13 hours. Just bullshit. Whatever. On a holiday. So we have a couple. She has a couple too many or whatever. Stand up, go outside, let the dog out because the dog's over at mom's. Da, 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 da. And she's like, Chris, 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 I'm feeling dizzy. I'm like, okay, well, let's go oh, back no. in. All of a sudden, boom, she hits the floor and passes out. I'm like, is this really happening? So I just go to my mother. I'm like, I'm sorry. I got to get the rowdy crew out of here. So, so, But it was just, it was weird. But it was a good, yeah, I'm not saying it was bad, but like. The night's got to end know. somehow. Right. I, dude, I could not believe because I I choked way back when once and my roommate saved me or whatever. But that was, you know, it happened. But, it's been, dude, I saw it, Dave. I'm like, I saw the dragon. 
it was over for a second. But. My wife almost died just like that. And for real? Uh, oh, no joke. And, and still is traumatized with it. We'll be so pissed that I'm telling this story right now. But that's what kind of makes it fun for what me. What do you do if you're alone? She was not alone. She was what, what you do actually because she was in the most busiest place in the world, but nobody knew like this was she was choking. Nobody knew. So, so this is what she does. She before um, she now works with with our company. Right. But, but years before that, she used to work at right downtown Toronto at, in the financial district. Okay. And she worked for Merrill Lynch and she um, ran kind of a call center. So she's trying to get her staff you know motivated yeah. you know what i mean where you know it's and it was saint patrick's day and in this big office tower in toronto they somehow came up with some they're going to have a green mashed potato which no irish person has ever eaten for the record but it is a thing on saint patrick's day i guess okay. they, they're gonna make these mashed potatoes gonna die them green and you gotta eat them it's an eating contest <laughs> right so, I mean, she's a go-getter, right? And <laughs> she, the, uh, no, no, no utensils or anything. I mean, you put your hands behind your head and you just like, you know, you show me how the piggies eat a Christmas story. Yeah, Christmas story. You start eating it, right? Well, so she's like going to town. Literally, she hates crowds, like hates being the center of attention. That's why we get along, I guess. And, uh, but she's doing this just to motivate her staff. So her staff's all down there. And she's up there and she's eating and all of a sudden the mashed potatoes get stuck in her throat and she's exact same feeling you're going through. But she's looking around and she's like, nobody is nobody responding. Knows I'm choking. Yeah. Like they think I'm joking. Like, like, I guess, however she's doing it. And she said she'd wave her hands and and her staff would cheer louder. And she's like, I'm going to die. It is in a mashed potato, green mashed potato eating contest. So finally she ends up falling on the table. Like she, Jams herself in the, the table. Pressure, yeah. I'm licked herself the mashed potatoes up, and and I don't think it was a great staff building day, to be honest, because wow. she was pretty wow. traumatized when she got home. But uh, yeah, that's horrible. It's, and I've yeah. had that choking where you get, you know, you you choke him for a second, and you kind of remain calm. You're like, okay, I'll just, and then, yeah. but, but there is a second where you're like, holy, this is not moving, and yeah, and also, I'm probably not going to choke, but maybe I am. But what do you do when you're by yourself? I guess like throw yourself on the table. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I tripped out for a sec. It was, yeah. I don't know. Well, whatever. Yeah. Chaos. Wild. But yeah, no. Whatever. It Wild. turned out some good drinks, some good apple crisp. No one died. Creamy came back to life in 30 seconds. We were good. I'm glad. I'm glad everybody's okay. I, got I can't wait till Christmas. What? I can't, can't wait, wait till Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> you should get every member of your family a how to do the Heimlich DVD. At our house in the weekend and she's a realtor and she was telling me something and, and I can't stop looking at him because it, it's I mean, I got to throw it out there. If you put a star on the outside of your house, she said that that means you're maybe a swinger. And I see you have stars behind you on the wall. Is there something you need to open up about? Is there more we need to know about you? Christmas. It's the woman. Oh, sorry. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of stars. And then, yeah, we're Christmas. We are going, <laughs> we're going, we are going full on. You should have saw me this morning before this call. I got whole nativity set out in the yard. Oh, Lights wow. everywhere. Oh, I went totally Griswold. Oh, That's yeah. good. Always go full Griswold. I, oh, I, I went. I got the eight foot. Freaking Santa, and it, I blew it up two hours later. It's got a hole in it. I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. 
So you, so to be clear, you are not a swinger. No, no, not anymore. Back in the eighties, when I was, you know what I mean, late eighties. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally good. Was there I'm, a period in your life that if somebody like just is randomly rolling through YouTube or whatever and comes across this, be talking to Chris Grow, the pro angler, was there a period in your life where, where somebody's going to be like? I had no idea he was headed in that direction. Or is that, One, are you the guy that everyone's like, yeah, that's what he always wanted to do? Oh, no, I'm, I'm definitely the kid that they knew I always wanted to do. But I had a good three to five year downtown Chicago club life. Really? Yeah, Would I like that, experience. Chris? What? Would I have liked that, Chris? Oh, dude, you'd have been right next to me just <laughs> raging. <laughs> They literally, like, you would have been like, who's driving? I'm, we're not driving. You driving? Where are we going? Yeah, you'd have been right with me. So, <laughs> trust me. Downtown Chicago. Dude, we had a VIP deal. We were, we were, we, dude, we had a good thing going, the crew I was with. Really? Let, let me, tell me how good it was. And well, they have this thing. This is all these old school Chicago people are going to get this. So, back. All right. The early 2000s or whatever. So Crowbar was a big club that was in Chicago. Had one briefly in New York and then out in Miami. I believe Miami's still going. So they would have this thing you'd have. I hung out with some friends that had unique jobs. Very, I very unique see that. jobs. Okay. <laughs> so they wore a lot of chains. So these All boys right. were on, on fire. So we had this unique, so gold card. It was this chain keychain. And what it does, it was basically they only gave out like a hundred and you had access to like, not just that club, other clubs after hours and no issues. You know what I'm trying to say? Like the line could be out the door. Ain't no we line. could show up at two in the morning and how many you got? 30, 34. Are you fucking kidding me? And then all of a sudden. Pull the card out. Yeah. They're all. No, it was just a good time. And that lasted. For, I lost a lot of brain cells but it was a really 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 good ex musical experience <laughs> it was a cultural musical cultural yeah spiritual yes physical a lot yes. of lot of every old yes yeah it, it was awesome i i'm not gonna lie i'm being straight on it no i am no we're not getting all weird but like my sister met her husband. You know what I mean? Like we all had it. You know what I mean? Like this, like my cousins were down. Like we've had a good time for like that period. We were very yeah. fortunate, you know. And then all of a sudden, you grow up. You know what I mean? So, well, you've had a good time in the Elite Series, and I hate that that you're not going to be part of it this year. But I know you. You're going to be. I'm looking forward to. I mean, literally. Uh, I know I'm not the only one. I mean, it's. You may not get an opportunity to hear all these conversations, but the amount of pros and people that I've just had casual conversations with in the last number of weeks and the amount of them that brought up just the fact that, man, I hate that Grow's not going to be there. I mean, dude, that's awesome. You made your mark, dude, in a big way. Like you quickly became one of the most popular guys that, that everybody, you know, just enjoyed having around. Um Dude, How was, different was the Elite Series than what you thought? Like now looking back at your four-year run versus the night before showing up for your first Elite, how different or was it different at all? Well, think about it, Dave. I went through some changing times. Yeah, you so, were also there at the craziest yeah. time too. Yeah, so I got, you know, the first year, very, 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 very intimidating. 
you know what I mean? Like, holy, do you know what I mean? And then the chaos kind of happened. I already knew these guys for a year. And then, then, you know, you got comfortable and stuff. And then that's when, like, who was the most intimidating in the beginning, most intimidating in the beginning. And, and, and it's weird. And I don't mean to put this out publicly because he's still intimidating. I just think you don't like me. It's Christy. Christy. Yeah. He's always been intimidating. Nah, he not like me. No. I have no idea. I don't know what I, I whatever. But Christy probably, but I mean I'm over that. I just figured him out to be is what he is. So but I would say, you know, Van Dam until he knew I was like into deer hunting. Then the dude, the dude, we just talked all the time about hunting. So it was like, okay. I mean, dude, I remember in Ohio, you cracked me up. We had that delay. And He's going to kill me for this. We're bullshitting, you know, deer hunting, deer this, deer that, deer, deer, deer. Also, he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Goes tools through the whole crowd, goes up, does his shit, comes right back, starts the same conversation again. I'm like, this guy's awesome. Oh, business. So, yeah. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, but like, as so, you know what I mean? Like, that's awesome compliment because I just, I made some good buddies, man. Like, like, I don't know. My personality goes to some of them Southern boys and I love messing with them. They're the best. You know, I've never cracked a man in the ass so hard in my life. Some of these guys, when they're going to freaking pull off their trail, I always just get them in the morning, you know, <laughs> you know, they'll never, they'll never forget that shit. So, well, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens for you, dude. And, and I do like, I really appreciate you doing this because I, like I said, I think that when we were texting about it, I was like, it'll only work if you're totally real and, and honest. And, and I think you've totally have been, but it, this is freaking life. It sucks. Like you it think does. that you're going to work and, and nothing's going to happen. Mm. You know, like that's what you yeah. think when you're a little kid, but that doesn't happen for anyone. There's going to no. be ups and downs and, but that's also what makes you who you are on the ups. You know what I mean? Like, I don't believe, you know what I mean? Any, you take any angler. I mean, it's so rare that they have the life that KVD had, like caught them right from the beginning. There's so few. For sure. No, um, it's, you can count them on your hands. I mean, it's, dude, it was an awesome, awesome four years. I loved it. I learned. I mean, I got, I mean, I, I, I remember, I'll never. I'll never be able to replace it, you know? And like you said, I'm just going to keep grinding, keep working hard, fishing hard. And I'm not trying to like put so much on my plate, you know, like yeah. I was saying before, I just want to just, I know what I got to do, man. You know, like, and guess what? I've made the elites. I made that accomplishment. Let's do this endeavor. Let's do it right and continue to work. And what's well, the best thing is like what you said about my friends and my peers and all that, but also my sponsors. I haven't really, I mean, I knock on wood, I don't feel like I'm losing any and and they're all behind me. And that's, I, like you said, what did you, you know, you learn from the beginning? Like I learned how to keep my sponsors happy, make friends in the industry and just, you know, wholeheartedly try to do my best to sell product and be honest. And when they stuck by my side, I don't know what else I'll do and family, you know, and they're, they're, Trust me, this probably wasn't easy on Kareem. He's probably looking at me like, I'm, this is insane. This guy is literally need a box of tampons once in a while, but it is what it is. You know, I get the feeling that when you live in Chicago, you 
you talk to your partner a little different than some people in other parts of this world talk to their partner, but it's, it's all still love. We just express it in different ways. Oh, she said, you understand, she's, she's my Latina princess, you know, 100% of that is, I, I, I enjoy the, the being bossed around, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's great though, you know what I mean? But I don't know, man, this is an awesome opportunity. And then you saw what I did now too, right? The little dumb thing that I'm trying to do. Your YouTube? Yeah, I'm trying to be, yeah, that's, I can't freaking believe it. And that's already been a mess. You got to tell people to smash the subscribe button. I'll put it all in the comments and links and everything. Let's show them the power of this podcast and get them a bunch of subscribers. Okay. Tell them to smash the subscribe button or something. I think that's what you smash do. The smash the subscribe button. That's the thing. Say I learn anything. Yeah, don't do that. Don't whatever. do that. I, I just, whatever. I, I But I'm going to work hard at it. I'm going to try to put me on there and do a lot of just whatever. Whether I'm deep frying a turkey, carving pumpkins, giving you tips and tricks, rigging a boat. I'm just going to kind of roll with it and go and see what happens because it's part of this new world. But all I got to say is it was it was an interesting startup. That's all I got to say. But we're rolling now. You're, you're rolling now. Okay, so everyone go subscribe because it's going to be great content, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to try, try to put a right. show together that never, ever went to air because why did your show? I, I did some research before we talked right. as weird as it sounds. I've used none of the research. We're just having a conversation. That's how that good weird. I am at this job. But I did some research on you and I actually was reading like the article. Somebody wrote an article on you and fighter coming out with a reality show or something in 19. And I was like, wow, that would have been a great one. But um, what, why did that not go to air? Well, part of it was, I mean, you and Zona definitely looked at us like, dudes, you cannot put that out there. And the filthiest. Any, filthy. <laughs> and if anyone could re read lips, I mean, like I said, we definitely wouldn't have sponsors anymore. We would not be doing well. It yeah, it was in two directions. Like if you could get a lot of people to watch it really quick, I think you keep your sponsors. But if it airs once and you don't have a million viewers, they're probably yeah. going to fire you. Well, it did air a few times, and then you told us, "Oh man, you got to get rid of this." this is not right. <laughs> well, I just I think that a lot of times people, if they're not there, you know what I mean. If I took just one little snippet of even this interview. You could make it seem a certain way. So if you take all these things, it's a lot of you guys, you guys need context around a lot of the words that fly out of your but mouth. But the problem was going on is it just sounded, it was, there was no, nothing but. Beep, 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 I know, I know. I mean, it sucked. <laughs> but whatever. But those are things that I'm never going to forget. No, I mean, no. Yeah, awesome. I mean, Dude, you guys had you guys had an amazing time, you know, on the water and off the water. Your whole crew, I mean, a, <laughs> an, incre an incredible crew, and I mean, that's why I hung out with you guys so much because you guys you guys are a lot of fun to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I love our dinners. Yeah, Friday night dinners were a lot of fun. We'll oh, have yeah. to uh, we'll have to FaceTime you or Zoom you or whatever, and a few of those Friday night dinners this that's year. That's right. And I already told you too. When you're, you know what I mean, in your monks your travels, you always got a spot here, though. You know that. And oh no, I'm now not, you're at that other league. I'm never talking to you. Soon, like right. now we can. We're in the gotcha. Free gotcha. Zone. We're in the gray zone right wait now. Wait one fish. I'm like, okay, okay. So no, I'm taking the I'm jazz good. singer. I rip my shirt, so that, my sleeve. Whatever. Then you're not getting a home cooked Mexican meal. I'm not going to show you where the keys are. Though. You had me at home cooked Mexican meal. I'm all in. All right. We're friends again. Okay. Yeah, we're back together. That's <laughs> <laughs> fast, dude. You are awesome, and uh, it's really easy to be awesome when things are great.
But when things when you hit a bit of a speed bump, um, it's tough to, to be what you're being. And and I think it says a lot about you. So as long as you can avoid choking on food, um, I, I think you still have a very bright future ahead of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to avoid choking in these events, too, because I did a lot of that. So maybe that get rid of that, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. No more choking in general okay. at all. In general. All right. I don't like Go- that. Go smash the subscribe button. All the information is is below me in the comments and stuff right now. Blow him up. Chain rats. Wow. That was a very open and a very honest Chris Grow. Um, I thank him for doing that. What he's going through right now sucks. What, what all the anglers that have been eliminated from the Elite Series are going through sucks. And I feel for you. Um, but I can't say everything we've said in this podcast without saying this. I have watched, we may not have cut anglers for the last three years, but previous to that, every year we had cuts. And I watched groups of anglers get eliminated year after year. But in every single one of those groups, it almost seems like there's one or two anglers in every one of those groups that gets eliminated that works their way back to the Elite Series. And generally, when they get back, they say, you know, getting eliminated sucked but I needed to go back to step forward. It was all part of the process. And um, I sure hope that's the case for, for a lot of our anglers that have been eliminated this year. And um, this has been a weird, awkward show to do just because you're dealing with a tough subject. But um, I hope you guys appreciated it. And that's all I got for you. Take it away, Bob Cobb. Thanks for watching. Please like, comment, and subscribe because Bob Cobb of the Bassmasters told you to. You hear?